Svayam-rupa-gadamakyam-tadati-svapadantikam Vande-ham-sri-guru Sri-yutta-parakamalam Sri-gurun-vaishnavangscha Sri-rupam-sagrajatam Sahagana-raganatam-vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavani Aschatyadeshatarine Vanchakalpaturubhyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namo Nama He Krishna Karana Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasani Gauramakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Okay, welcome again to Saturday Sangha from Northern Poland to the planet, planet Earth, calling planet Earth. Are you there? <clears throat> we are um, proceeding with our usual program of singing uh, song of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. We've just begun his Kalyana Kalpataru. And we're going to sing the second song. And we're going to do it a cappella. A cappella, which means without any instruments, except hand clapping. 
And after this, we have some um, something from, uh, I think, Odarya Chandrika wants to explain something. She's been wanting to for weeks now. And then um, we have, yeah, we have a nice announcement. I think we have a nice announcement. And then we're going to get into some some hardcore Shastra. <laughs> and uh, Krishna willing, we will all be uplifted over this two hour period. Okay, so. Okay, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is um, in this song, which is called Invocation to Kalyana Kapataru. He's doing just that. He's um, making an invo invocation in which he's glorifying the Lord, his associates. He is begging for blessings and he is informing us what he plans to do in this collection of songs. These are standard things uh, done in an invocation, according to Krishnadas Kaviraj. So it's um, it's a bit longer. It has twenty-two verses, and it starts out. All glories, all glories to Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the deliverer of all the fallen souls. All glories to Sri Nityananda Prabhu, the divine savior of those who are lost and helpless in this world. All glories to Srimad Advaita Acharya, who is just like an unfathomable ocean of causeless mercy. All glories to Srila Rupa Goswami, Srila Sanatana Goswami, and to Sri Gadadhar Pandit. Hmm. All glories to all the multitudes of Vaishnavas who are residing in the holy abode of Rajadham, headed by Srila Jiva Goswami, Srila Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Srila Raghunath Das Goswami, and Srila Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. All glories to all the devotees of the Lord who live in Sri Navaditam. I beg all of you together to kindly bestow your combined mercy upon me. Verse 5, I pray to all you assembled Vaishnavas throughout the entire universe. To please show your compassion by attracting me to the shade of the lotus feet of Sri Janava Devi. 
my eternal shelter and the very pleasure potency of Sri Nityananda Prabhu. I am certainly most unfortunate for I cannot utilize, sorry, I cannot realize who is actually a Vaishnava. Therefore, I beg that if any real Vaishnavas hear my prayer, then please be merciful to me. <laughs> please bestow upon me devotional service to the lotus feet of Sri Gurudeva. Simply by the strength of those feet, I can find a clue of the real transcendental truth. A clue. I pray to all of the bona fide brahmanas to please show your favor to me by giving me firm devotional determination unto the lotus feet of Vaishnavas. Devotional determination. Thus I have taken shelter at the feet of all the jiva souls, whether they are highly elevated or even if they are very low born. For in truth, I am actually the most fallen soul, very lowly and insignificant. All of you Vaishnavas being very merciful toward me, kindly bless me with the following boon. I pray that all of you will show your soft-hearted compassion by respecting and appreciating what this book has to say. If all the devotees thus appreciate this book, then I will receive the causeless mercy that they will shower upon me. Oh, brothers, and by the mercy of all these Vaishnavas, I will attain devotion to the Supreme Lord Shri Krishna. My dear friends, know it for certain that the life of a person who is averse to any Vaishnava is lived meaninglessly without any purpose at all. Indeed, this is known throughout all the land. In the transcendental realm of Sri Vaikuntha Dham, there is a forest of the supreme perfection of life Existing beautifully within that transcendental forest are innumerable wish-fulfilling desire trees. Amongst all the desire trees within this transcendental forest, there stands out one special tree, which is actually the king of them all. This one is named the desire tree of auspiciousness, Kalyana Kalpataru. And it conspicuously exists here within the eternal abode for all of time. 
What a wonderful sight is this special desire tree as it stands with its threefold trunk. These three divisions branch out as upadesha, spiritual advice, upalabdi, attainment of realization, and uchvasa, overflowing spiritual emotions. In this tree, sorry, this tree is very beautifully decorated with flower blossoms of especially sweet devotional service. Plus, there are innumerable fruits which are named kalyana, auspicious. Any honest or noble person who sincerely takes shelter of this transcendental tree gets to taste these fruits of special supreme auspiciousness, which is devotional service to Lord Shri Krishna. By utilizing the strength that I am obtaining from the mercy of the lotus feet of Sri Guru Deva, I have now brought this wonderful desire tree of auspiciousness here. Oh, honest and noble persons, please hear what has happened now. When I brought the tree here, I have pulled it forcibly and handled it very roughly due to my harsh mentality. Therefore, it has now lost its original splendorous beauty. Now I wish that all of you should become the gardeners of this transcendental tree. And by regularly watering it with your faith and devotion, make it beautiful again. By pouring the water of your faith, the fruits of auspiciousness will fructify into eternal service to the divine couple, Shishi Radha Krishna, which all of us together will taste and relish. And the final verse, just eat all these sweet fruits of conjugal service while dancing and chanting the holy names. And on the strength of this devotional service, please extinguish the blazing forest fire of all the useless arguments that I will now begin to describe one by one in the first chapter of this book. Okay, so now, how does the song go? Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Patita Pavan Jaya Nityananda Prabhu Panatataran Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Patita Pavan Jaya Nityananda Prabhu Anatataran Jaya Jaya Deita Chandra Kripara Sagar Jaya Rupa Sanatan 
Jaya Gadadhar, Jaya Jaya Dvaita Chandra Kripa Sagar, Jaya Rupa Shonatan, Jaya Gadadhar, Shri, Shri Jiva Gopala Bhatta Raghunata Doi, Jaya Braja Dhamma Basi Vaishnava Nichoi, Shri Jiva Gopala Bhatta Raghunata Doi, Jaya Braja Dhamma Bas Vaishnava Nichoi, Jaya Jaya Navadipa Basi Bhakta Gan, Shabe Mili Kripa More Korobitaran. Jaya Jaya Navadipa Basi Bhakta Gan, Shabe Mili Kripa More Korobitaran. Nikila Vaishnava Jan, Doya Prakashiya, Shri Janava Bhade More Rakahataniya. Nikila Vaishnava Janna Doya Prakashila. Shri Janava Bhade More Rakahataniya. Amito Durbhaga Ati Vaishnava Nachini. More Kripa Kori Ben Vaishnava Apani. Amito Durbhaga Ati Vaishnava Nachini. More Kripa Kori Ben Vaishnava Apani. Shri Guru Charane More Bhakti Korodan. Je Charana Bale Pai Tatfer Shandhan. Shri Guru Charane Mode Bhakti Korodan. Je Charana Bale Pai Tatfera Shandhan. Brahmana Shakala Kori Kripa Mora Prati. Vaishnava Charane Mode Dehadrithamati. Brahmana Shakala Kori Kripa Mora Prati. Vaishnava Charane Mode Dehadridhamati Uchanitcha Sarbajibba Charane Sharane Loi Lama Amidin Hina Akinchana Uchanitcha Sarbajibba Charane Sharana Loi Lama Amidin Hina Akinchana Shakale Korea Kripa Dehamore bar Vaishnabe Karuna e Grantera adhar Shakale Korea Kripa Dehamore bar Vaishnabe Karuna e Grantera adhar Grantadara Vaishnab Janer Kripa Pai Vaishnabap Kripai Krishna Labha Hoi Pai Grantadvara Vaishnav Janer Kripa Bhai Vaishnava Kripai Kripai Krishna Labha Hoi Bhai Vaishnava Vaishnava Vimukha Jare Tahar Jivan Narataka Nirataka Janobhai Prashida Bachan Vaishnava Vimukha Jare 
তাহারা জীবন নিরথক জনভাই প্রসিদাভন শিব বৈকুন্ত দামে আছে নিশ্চয়পন তাহে শোভাই কপথারু অগণন শ্রী বৈকুন্ত দামে আছে নিশ্চয়পন তাহে শোভাই কপথারু অগণন তাহা মাঝে এ খালজন কল্পথারু রজ নৃত্য খাল নৃত্য ধামে ঘরে নিরজ তহমজে এ কল্যাণ কল্পথারু রজ নৃত্য কাল নৃত্য ধামে ঘরে নিরজ স্কন্দ্রয় উপদেশ উপলব্ধি উচ্চ সগান স্কন্দ্রয়ার্পূর্বদর্শন উপদেশ উপলব্ধি উচ্চ সগান সুভক্তি প্রসন্নতায় অতি শোভা পায় খালজান নামক পায় ভাল অগণনতায় সুভক্তি প্রসুন তাহে আতি শোভা কৃষ্ণ সেবা সুখন শ্রী গুরু চরণ কৃপাবৃক্কা সাধু জন সকালে হাও এ বৃক্ষে মালি শ্রদ্ধা বরি দিয়া পুণ্য খর রূপাশালি তোমার সকালে হাও এ বৃক্ষে মালি শ্রদ্ধা বরি দিয়া পুণ্য খর রূপাশালি ফালি বেখাল জাল যুগলা সেবানা ভক্তি বলে খর দূরা নৃত্য করে হারি বলো খাও সে বাপাল 
bhakti vale karo dura kutarka ana hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare ram rama rama hare 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 krishna Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Ram, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Gaura Hare. The deliver of the fallen souls. I have to kind of scroll back and forth. Jai Jaya Shri Chaitanya Patita Pavan, deliver of the fallen. Patita means fallen, Pavana, purifier. Jai Nityananda Prabhu, Anatta Tarana. Tarana means delivered, Anatta means one who has no master. So deliver of and those who have who are lost basically, as it's said in the world, lost and helpless. All glories to Srimad Advaita Charya, who is just like an Not a dvoy. Apologies, Guru Maharaj. Uh, uh, we lost your connection for uh, about 40 seconds. So maybe just if you can please repeat the, the last section. Again. an ocean of mercy and then again Shilarupa, Sanatana and Gadadhar
Vaishnava Nichoy. Um, so the residents of Braja. Verse number four. All glories to all the devotees. Apologize, Guru Maharaj. Yeah. Uh, apologize. Uh, your connection is very, very low. So we lost you for a, almost a minute or something. Mm -hmm. So from the beginning of translation, basically we can't we can't hear you. Right. Um, so I will, I, I'm going to try to, wait, don't go away. I need maybe help to do this. and the very pleasure potency of Shini Tiananda. Um, Nikila Vaishnava Jana Doya Prakashya. So the unlimited Vaishnava Jana, Nikila uh, Doya, their mercy Prakashya, having manifest, having shown, Sri Janava Pade More Rokoha, I take shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Janava Devi, who is my shelter, Rakaha. Um, we may ask, why is Sri Janava Devi? As I understand, because uh, his Diksha Guru, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's Diksha Guru, uh, was in the line, uh, the Diksha line of Janava Devi. Uh, Amito Durbaga Ati Vaishnav Nachini More Kripa Koriben Vaishnava Apani. We're getting different sounds. Um, I may have to change this actually to speaker, yeah built-in output speaker. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Let's see what we have. Um, number six. I am certainly most unfortunate for I cannot realize who is actually a Vaishnava. Amito Durbhaga Ati. So uh, Subhaga Durbhaga. Durbhaga is unfortunate. Bhaga means fortune or blessing or like in Bhagavan, possessor of uh, fortune. Ati, very much. So I'm very much unfortunate. Vaishnava na chini. I cannot recognize the ch chinna, the quality, the characteristics of a Vaishnava. 
more kripa koriben vaishnava apani so i need the vaishnavas to give their mercy the way it's translated here therefore i beg that if any real vaishnava hear my prayer then please be merciful to me and i can see a kind of paradox there because who is a real vaishnava who will then say oh yes i'm a real vaishnava <laughs> rather one will feel i am i am all, i am not a real vaishnava so i cannot give blessing uh, please bestow upon me devotional service to the lotus feet of shri guru deva And uh, this is number seven. Shri Guru Charane More Bhaktakoro Dan, giving me the treasure, the Dan, or the charity um, of Bhakti. Koroho, please do it. Jay Charan Bale, by the strength, Bale Charana, of those feet of Shri Guru. Pai Tatver Sandana. Pai, I will gain the Sandana of Tattva. What was that? Mm. Mm. Uh, he translates it as the clue, the understanding of real truth. Number eight, I pray to all the bona fide Brahmins to please show your favor to me by giving me firm devotional determination unto the lotus feet of Vaishnavas. So he's asking the Brahmins for blessing to take shelter of the Vaishnavas, not the Brahmins. Brahmana shokal kori kripa mor prati Vaishnav Charane More De Deho Dridhamati Dridhamati very firm uh, Mati intelligence mind conviction like that uh, then Uchanicha Sarvajiva Ucha means high Nicha means low Sarvajiva Charane, Charane. I am taking shelter of the Charana, the feet of all living entities, high and low. Uh, Loi Lama, Ami, Dina, Hina, Akinchana. Um, he sees himself as Akinchana. Mm. For in truth, I am actually the most fallen soul, very lowly and insignificant, Akinchana, uh, possessing nothing, literally. And then, Shokale Koriya Kripa Dehomore Bar, Vaishnave Karuna E Granter Adar. Uh, this is nice because this is invocation for the entire songbook. Um, granta means book, granter of the book. So granter adar, uh, please give your uh, attention to this book. Shakal, shakale koriya kripa, 
having given your mercy uh, to me, bar one time, Vaishnava Karuna, <clears throat> the mercy of the Vaishnavas will be in the form of uh, appreciating this book. And number 11, if all the devotees thus appreciate this book, then I will receive the causes mercy that they will shower upon me. Oh, brothers, and by the mercy of all those Vaishnavas, I will attain devotion to the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. Granta Dvara Vaishnav Janya Kripa Pai. So Dvara means, um, it literally means a door. And in Bengali, it means, uh, it's the instrumental, by means of, or through, through the door, through this book, Granta Dvara, Vaishnav Janir Kripa, the Kripa of the Vaishnav people, Pai, having received, Vaishnav Kripai, Krishna Hoi Bhai. Oh, brother, then, uh, by the mercy of the Vaishnavas, I will attain Krishna. Vaishnav Bimukajare, Tahar Jivan, Nirataka. Uh, I think it should be near Artaka, Janabai Prashid, Prashid Bachana. Uh, this is a strong statement. My dear friends, know it for certain that the life of a person who is averse uh, to any Vaishnava is lived meaninglessly near Artaka. <clears throat> without any purpose at all. Indeed, this is known throughout all the land. Uh, prasiddha vachana, this is famous. Prasiddha means famous or well-known. Well so Vaishnava bimukha, mukha is face, bimukha turning away from the face. Uh, so tahar jivan, the life, Tahar of, of one of that person, Jahar Tahar. Um, Nirartak is Nirartaka Jana, that person's life is useless. Interesting um, in the translation, which I believe, in, but I'm not sure. Um, may be from my godbrother Dasharat Sutta Prabhu from America, whom I've never met personally. I had an email exchange with him many years ago briefly for some information, but uh, he's a very dedicated devotee. He's done a lot of translation of Bengali works. Um, yeah, interesting that he says averse to any Vaishnava. So, you know, we all have this tendency. We may like some and we may not like others. <laughs> and here is a nice warning. If we're not careful, uh, we may be living uselessly, even if we think we're uh, quite all right. Number 13, in the transcendental realm, 
of Sri Vaikuntha Dham. There's a forest of the supreme perfection of life. So now for the rest of the song, he's speaking specifically about uh, the, the book. He's introducing the book. This is what the book is about. Existing beautifully within that transcendental forest are innumerable wish-fulfilling desire trees. Sri Vaikuntha Dame, so in Sri Vaikuntha, Ache, there is Nishreya Bana. Uh, Nishreya, literally um, the highest or the best Bana forest. Tahe Shobha Pai Kalpataru Aganana. Uh, ganana means count, counting, aganana, countless. So there's um, an unlimited number of these kalpa taru trees, these, these taru trees, which are kalpa, which uh, fulfill desires, kalpa. <clears throat> and they are shobha, they are auspicious. They are radiant, shobha also means luminous. In the midst of them, e kalyan kalpataru, raja, raja. Uh, this king of the tree of the kalpataru trees is this kalyana kalpataru. So he's pointing to his collection of songs as the king of these trees. Nitya kal, nitya dame korena biraja. Um, what does it say in the translation? 14. Um, um, yeah, it is conspicuously existing here within the eternal abode for all time. What a wonderful sight is this special desire tree as it stands with its threefold trunk. And then it lists the three kinds, uh, three branches. Skanda Troy, threefold branches. Ache, there is. Tar Apurva Darshan, uh, a sight never before existing. Apurva, never previous. Uh, what are they? Upadesha, Upalabdi, Uchvasa, Ganana. They are counted as Upadesha, Upalabdi, and Uchvasa. Upadesha, Upadesha again means instruction. Uh, Upalabdi, attaining. Labda means to attain. Attainment of realization. And Uchvasa, overflowing spiritual emotions. This tree is very beautifully decorated with flower blossoms of especially sweet devotional service. Plus, there are innumerable fruits which are named Kalyana. Subha, subhakti prasuna tahe ati pai kalyana namakapal agana tai. So Subhakti Prasuna, Prasuna, I'm not sure. Decorated, I guess. Um, 
with sweet devotional service, subhakti. Any honest or noble person who sincerely takes shelter of this transcendental tree gets to taste these fruits of special supreme auspiciousness, which is devotional service to Lord Sri Krishna. Jay Sujan A. Bitapi Koren Ashroi. Sujana, Jana is people and Sujana is good people, or Sajana, Sujana, um, any noble persons. Um, bitapi uh, Koren Ashroi. Bitapi was, what is Bitapi? maybe just honest, sincerely taking shelter, I think. Um, Krishna seva su kalyanpal tarahoy. There will be uh, Krishna seva su kalyanpal, the fruit um, of very auspicious Krishna seva. Sri Guru Charana Kripa Samartya Labhya Samartya, the possibility uh, of the mercy Kripa uh, from the feet of Sri Guru Labhya, having obtained Eheno Apurva Brikshadilam Aniya, uh, this unprecedented, such is unprecedented. Uh, given from this tree. Mm. I have now brought this wonderful desire tree of auspiciousness here. Oh, now he's talking about bringing dilam, uh, which is past tense, to give. Uh, aniya, having brought, I, I have given. Uh, aniya, having brought, dilam, I gave. Um, such apurva briksha, taniya anite briksha e karkasamana nasilo iharshova shuno sadhujana. So, Uh, please hear what's happened now, O oh, honest and noble persons. When I brought the, the tree here, I have pulled it forcibly and handled it very roughly due to my harsh mentality. Therefore, it has now lost its original splendorous beauty. Tania Anite in pulling, in taking, I pulled uh, a karkasamana because of my um, my strong mind. Um, nasilo, so the the soba, the auspiciousness has been destroyed. Shuno, listen, O Sadhu Jana, please listen to me. Tomar Shakale, all of you, how? Be a brikshar male, be uh, gardeners for this tree. Shradhavari diya puna koro rupa shali. 
Um, now I wish that all of you should become the gardeners of this transcendental tree and by regularly watering it with your faith and devotion, make it beautiful again. Uh, make rupa shali, make it a, a possessor of rupa, of form, of, of beauty. Puna koro rupa shali. Um, rupa shali, that's I think a very Sanskritic word. Palibe kalya pal jugala sevana koribo shakale mili taha asvarana. <clears throat> By pouring the water of your faith, the fruits of auspiciousness will fructify into eternal service to the divine couple, Shishirad Hakrishna, which all of us together will taste and relish. Koribo Shakale Mili. Miliya, we will join together. Koribo Taha Ashvadana, we will taste. We will do the tasting. And finally, Nritya Kori Hari Bolo Kao Seva Bhav. So, dancing, Nritya Koriya, having danced literally, Hari Bolo, Boloa perhaps, having chanted the name Hari, Kao, eat. Eat what? Seva Bhav, the fruit of Seva or the seva fruit, uh, the, the activities of service are themselves the fruit. Bhakti bale, by the power of bhakti, koro having done, dura kutarka anal, dura far away, kutarka anal. Kutarka means bad reasoning, um, anala, mm. Um, useless, I guess it means useless arguments, which he's going to describe in the next section according to the translation. So uh, I think what's um, so many interesting things here, but one is that Srila uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is requesting us to put our effort into appreciating and uh, imbibe the teachings of this book. And by doing so, uh, the, the fruit of the tree will come about. And he makes this interesting because he's, uh, it's Kalyana Kalpataru. But he says it's, in effect, it became Akalyana in the process of transplanting it. <laughs> I was pulling it out and bringing it here from the spiritual world. And in the process, I did it so violently. Now I need your help. And what is the help that he's asking for? He's helping for, he's asking for us to contribute the water of our faith. <clears throat> uh, verse number 20, now I wish that all of you should become the gardeners of this transcendental tree. So in other words, the tree needs attention. And 
we can give it attention simply by hearing the songs, hearing and singing and remembering these songs. Jai. Srila Bhaktivinodakuraki Jai. That was a longer one. I think most of his songs are not quite so long, but he wanted to um, make his invocation comprehensive uh, so that everything would be there. Okay. So now it seems that we're doing okay with the connection. And we can proceed. Krishna willing, we will continue to have a, a usable connection. Okay, now I think it's show and tell time. And uh, I think Odarya Chandrika, you wanted to, since many weeks, share with us. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. And Hare Krishna to all the families and friends here. Uh, yes, it looks like that Krishna wants me to put in practice what I will share, because whatever I will share, definitely, it's also for myself, if not only for myself, because um, it's a big topic. And the topic is uh, listening, listening, listening. Um, so, um, yes, if I can... Um, uh, to start, um, I will start. Um, so inspiration uh, for this uh, little presentation I have got from Guru Maharaj's answer to the question that we can learn, uh, what we can learn from a conversation between Saran Bauma Bhattacharya and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, and if you remember a few weeks ago, Guru Maharaj was talking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who stayed silent for seven days while Sarabhama Bhattacharya was explaining the Vedanta philosophy. So Lord Chaitanya simply sit, listen, and doesn't say a word for seven days. Guru Maharaj shared many lessons from that Leela, and one of them was a lesson about listening. He said, if you, if you do have open ears to those we are speaking with, genuinely and sympathetic, then we can have a very deep impact on a person we are listening to. And Guru Maharaja also mentioned that it's a very rare thing that somebody is actually listening. So this makes me thinking, and that's why I was meditating on this, and now I, I would like to share um, because listening, it's really serious, uh, but especially I can say for myself that I don't, I didn't see a problem until, for example, someone asks what we have just heard in the class. And then I'm going like, oops, right. What was just saying? Yeah. So why is so rare this thing that somebody is actually listening? And I would like to share a few insights from my professional work like a few tips about listening, which can, I hope, help us improve our listening, no matter whom we are listening to, or husband, or wife, kids, boss, the holy name. So uh, let's see how it works. Uh, now, for uh, the beginning, I would like uh, to ask you a trick question. 
uh, and uh, you can answer to yourself that question and maybe can help that if you close your eyes. And the trick question is, what do you hear right now? So the trick in the question is that by asking you what you are hearing, I prompt your mind to take control of the sensory experience and make you listen rather than just hear. As found in the science in, uh, and art of listening, uh, the difference between the sense of hearing and the skill of listening is attention. Also in our Shastras uh, is saying that by listening with attention, we can avoid 10 offenses to the holy name. And that is the only solution actually for the listening. That kind of listening requires really giving, one, giving someone our full attention. And yes, this is the way we should always listen with attention, at least during Japa time. Yes, but it's not easy to listen attentively, right? And of course, uh, like Guru Maharaj said, it is so rare. And uh, what are the reasons for that? First reason is that we are not present at the time of listening. Physically, yes, we are here, but our mind is somewhere else. We do not attentively listen because we are not present in that moment. And not only that, the funny thing is that we are not present, that we are not present of how we are actually not present. I will say this one more time, just in case you are not listening. So we are not present, that we are not present of how we are actually not present. So the first tip is that we need to acknowledge ourselves that we are not present. But how to get present? Uh, I will come to that in a moment for this answer. Then the second reason, so the first reason was that we are not present at the time of listening. The second reason is there is something in our listening that we are not aware of. And because of this something, that's why we don't really listen what is being said. So this is what constrains our listening. And it is in our mind or thoughts in our mind constrains the listening. And knowing that, then we can understand why we don't hear. And could be happening right now. You may be hearing to what I'm saying right now. But you are not really listening what I'm saying because your listening is going through your thoughts. For example, someone speaks to you and right there you have a question in your mind. What does this have to do with me? Or is this necessary to listen right now? Or maybe you have opinions or judgments like this is good or this has no sense. or wow, this is so interesting, or hmm, I never thought about it. Maybe you agree or disagree with what you are hearing. So you see, we are checking something else while we are listening. So this is something what shapes our listening. All those questions, opinions, judgments, 
all this is there in the background all the time when I'm not hearing attentively. And that's why we're not listening because what we are listening, when we are hearing a person, we are listening that person through our listening of our thoughts. Or in other words, a little bit more complicated, maybe there is more speaking in our listening than there is a listening. So it means that we are, not, we are more present to the voice in our head, to the thoughts in our head. That's the reason. So when you get present to that, and this is the answer how to get present. So when you get present, oh my gosh, I have so many questions while I'm listening. Okay, stop it. The third tip, then you can create a new possibility for a better listening, which can open real listening. A possibility like for being different than we usually are. And what could be that kind of possibility? How can I be different? Well, possibility to a possibility to relate with a person, being in real communication and interacting with what is actually there. So I can create possibility of being an attentive listener. Or like Guru Maharaj said, uh, I, I create a possibility to genuinely and sympath sympathetic listen. So these are reasons and three steps, or I can, if I can say like three takeaways from this show and tell about listening. So attentive hearing is the only solution for good listening, but requires giving someone our full attention. To do that, so the second tip is acknowledge that you are not present. That means park your mind and be present with the person. And the third tip, create a possibility of being related with that person. And it's not like a tip, but I would say also here, the rest is from Krishna. Let me conclude with a thought uh, by the dean from uh, Stanford University who said about the, uh, regarding, uh, around, about the listening, that listening is intrinsic. That means something which is uh, built in or um, built in in a human relationship. Done well, it's a powerful talent. And when freely given, a momentous gift. And like Guru Maharaja beautifully said, while actively listening, we can have a very deep impact on the person we are listening to. Thank you for your listening and Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you, Odaria Chandrika. I was listening as attentively as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Guru Maharaj. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, we have models of good listening in our tradition. That's, you mentioned Lord Chaitanya simply listening. Um, and it goes back, you know, to Maharaj Parikshit, who was also listening for seven days and seven nights. He was also he wasn't keeping completely silent because he was sometimes asking questions. Um, but I think the example of Maharaj Prick should helps us by reminding us that 
um, we all have experience of when we are attentively listening. And if we look at why was it when I was attentively listening one time? <laughs> one time, I remember, I was really listening. Why were we listening? Because we felt it was somehow immediately relevant for us, possibly to the extent of being of a life or death difference. Like if you hear right, you can save your life. If not, you may lose your life. Some sort of vital urgency, a sense of uh, urgency is, I think, what we're in general looking for in spiritual life, in listening. Um, yeah, in general. And then thinking about listening to others uh, in just in general, I'm reminded now of Bhaktivinoda Thakur's song here, we've just gone through, where he begs for the blessings of all the Vaishnavas, but then he also begs for the blessings of all the living entities, uh, feeling himself the lowest of all. So to listen is also to give respect. To show respect is to listen. And we we can we can show re, we can feel inclined to give respect uh, knowing that everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. Having said that, sometimes of course we're also we also need to be selective. <laughs> Uh, devotees are may politely not uh, may excuse themselves from listening to nonsense <laughs> isn't it <laughs> um, and of course Srila Prabhupada is a wonderful example of listening he, he would listen to people and then he would preach. He would listen. He could. He would see uh, what their concerns were, and so on. And and then he would speak. So that's nice. Yeah. What is it? It's always said we have one mouth and two ears. <laughs> <laughs> Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. Sounds like Avadutarai. Can I say something about this topic, please? If you allow me. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> I'm wondering. <laughs> There's in English we have two words. One is uh, can, which is about ability, and the other is may, uh, which is permission. So may, may I. Yes, you may. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, a uh, long time ago, I did hear from one devotee saying that uh, uh, there, there are three uh, degrees of uh, um, benefit. Um, when somebody talks, 
for, for example, the lecture, the lecturer have the most benefit of what he speaks. Mm -hmm. Then the second uh, devotee who hears and also asks questions, he have a little bit less benefit from the topic, but is on the hearing. <laughs> and the third uh, type of devotee who only listen, he have the least benefit of uh, what was spoken. And this reminds me actually on the Bhagavatam that the, Bhagavad, the whole Bhagavatam is actually uh, questions, answers. And in that way, it seems the listening is also more active when there are questions. So this was my observation and thought in this, about hearing. Hare <laughs> Krishna. Thank you. Um, it's also in, I don't remember where, but it, it, there is at least one time uh, a verse in the Bhagavatam. I don't know that it ranks like that, ranking top and middle, but um, it's in the Bhagavatam that all three are benefited by the by Krishna Kata, Hari Kata. In any case, yes. Okay, so now, anyone else have any show and tell, spontaneous or otherwise? I see Vrindapati now, and I just want to uh, communicate my congratulations for what we're going to have just after this meeting. Rindapati is going to be receiving uh, what is sometimes called second initiation and sometimes called Brahman initiation. And um, we're happy about this. Uh, Rindapati has had um, quite a long spiritual journey in the association of the Vaishnavas, uh, which started which year or how old were you at the time, Rindapati? Um, I was probably seven or eight years old. Seven or eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Actually, I'm now I have to say that I'm a little envious of you because uh, to start spiritual life so early, such an advantage, as we all know from Prahlad Maharaj, isn't it? Komaram. Komaram acharit pragyo dharman bhagavataniha durlabang manasang janma tat api adruvam artadam. Um, Rindapati is a disciple of the late His Holiness Bhakti Charuswami. Um, we are all still very much mourning his quite sudden departure some months ago. Um, so Vrindapati is um, understanding the necessity to continue the process uh, despite uh, the apparent absence of, of uh, the guru. So in this way, we are continuing to serve. As Srila Prabhupada said, actually, guru is one. Um, if you've never read, I might add for everyone in general, if you've never read 
Srila Prabhupada's um, Vyasa Puja offering to his guru from, uh, which year was it? 19, I want to say 1936, but I'm not sure. Um, maybe 1932, it was in the 1930s. And it is addressed uh, to his god brothers, God siblings in Mumbai. He was in Mumbai at the time. Srila uh, Bhakti uh, Siddhanta Thakur was not personally present there. But he gives a very nice speech. And I would highly recommend if you can find it. It's, it's in the uh, Veda base, certainly somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's very nice to read. Um, well, Vrindapati, do you want to say anything? Um, I just want to say that I'm really, really grateful that I have shelter and also at the lotus feet of His Holiness Krishna Kshetra Swami. And uh, I think, you know, since we started speaking, um, it's really helped me um, in my spiritual journey. And I hope, you know, that this can uh, further our relationship um, moving forward in Krishna consciousness. I'm just really, really grateful for the association of all the wonderful devotees. And the, especially these sanghas have kept me going through perhaps some really d difficult times during the pandemic online. It's brought us together in a really amazing way. So um, I'm really grateful for this opportunity. So please, all the devotees, please bless me and, and pray for me that uh, I can uh, be a better devotee <laughs> and a better servant. So thank you. Very nice. So I think we all need to unmute ourselves and give a big Hari Bol three times for Vrindapati. What do you think? There's something something uh, unique about doing this on Zoom. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you, everybody. All right, so now it's, now it's class time. I wanna go back to uh, my subject, which I've been very gradually uh, working on in pr previous weeks and uh, and you've been patient with me. Um, part of what I'm doing is, is just a technological side. I've been experimenting a little bit uh, with two or three different um, uh, ways of presenting visually. And I've sort of come back after taking a little tour of other options, I've come back to Microsoft Word. <laughs> um, for various reasons. So I'm putting this up uh, for you to see. Do you see now on, oh, there it is. If you can see on the screen, we have the verses we've been looking at. 
in the middle. Um, let me take this away if I can. Um, okay, I want to remove this strip on the top. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Does everyone see this? Yes, we can see Guru Maharaj. Okay. Um, I hope it's not too small to print. We've been uh, looking at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's discussion in Varanasi with Prakashananda Saraswati and his followers. And Krishnadas Kaviraj presents this uh, two times in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. And we're looking at his first presentation in chapter seven of Adi Lila, which the fact that he puts it here is interesting. He, he's, it's like Krishnadas Kaviraj can't, he can't wait. He has to tell what happened. And we may say he can't wait also because he wants to make sure that we understand uh, the uh, essential, let's say, Vedantic uh, philosophy of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. And so he gives us this overview. And it's very much an overview. And this is why what I'm interested in trying to do is to expand in some respects uh, what is going on in these verses. So I didn't get very far yet. I've uh, really <laughs> only gotten up to uh, verse number 121. And one thing I've done, which you may find useful in general for yourselves, is something that you can try for yourself. And that is, as you are reading any one of Srila Prabhupada's books, to sit down and, or maybe you're already sitting as you read, uh, and make notes one way of making notes, it's not the only way, but one way could be something like what I'm doing here, basically just highlighting the main points. And so, for example, uh, for verse uh, 7, 120, we have the verse, and I've put it in a little box. Hanojiva tattva laya likki paratattva achanna korila sreshta ishara mahatta. The Mayavada philosophy is so degraded that it has taken uh, this insignificant living entities. I, here I've inserted the Bengali words, laya likiya. <clears throat> Uh, the insignificant living entities, jiva, tattva, to be the Lord, Ishvara, the supreme truth, paratattva, thus covering achanna korila, the glory, mahatva, and supremacy, shreshta, 
of the absolute truth with monism. And notice that I didn't put any, um, insert any word for monism because it's not in the verse. It's Srila Prabhupada's commentary within the verse, which he very commonly does. So then I, um, I found six main points in Prabhupada's purport to this verse. And I'll sort of rush through those first. First, we have uh, Prabhupada referring to Bhaktivinoda Thakur saying, all Vedic literatures state that Jiva Tattva is one of the Lord's energies. Now, Prabhupada doesn't tell us where Bhaktivinoda Thakur says this. Um, was it his commentary to the same verse? It's quite possible. We would have to go and look at Bhaktivinoda Thakur's commentary to Chaitanya Charitamrita um, or Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur's. In any case, we can accept. He says, Prabhupada says that Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, so we can accept that. Next, he says, Shankara's equation, and I'm paraphrasing here, jiva equals Brahman leads to atheism. We have some young kids here who are uh, enjoying life. <laughs> Um, leads to atheism, defiance of the Lord, claiming oneself to be the Lord. So he's saying there's a consequence of Shankara, of Shankaracharya, and here he's referring to what will sometimes be called Adi Shankara, because uh, everyone. There's a, there's a long line of Shankaracharyas, those who take the, um, the presidency or the lead position of his four mutts are all called Shankaracharyas. So Adi Shankara uh, says that the jiva is Brahman. And this is going to be a major issue that the Vaishnavas take with Shankaracharya. Um, and this is going to be a major issue in the subject of Vedanta. Which, what is Vedanta? We can say Vedanta is the subject of the Upanishads. And uh, I'll get back to that, but now I want to keep going. Anyway, Prabhupada is saying there's a consequence to saying that Jiva is Brahman. He's saying it can lead to atheism. Not only atheism, but defiance, being defiant of the Lord, um, being against the Lord and claiming oneself to be the Lord. And then uh, the third point Prabhupada is making, Brahma Sutra, and I've inserted this, um, clearly states that the jiva and the ishvara are different, 
the Lord has energies. The Lord is the origin, the source of everything. So these are all points we're familiar with in our philosophy. And then Prabhupada quotes the second sutra of the Vedanta Sutra, also known as Brahma Sutra, namely Janmadi Asya Yataha. And he just get, leaves it at that. He just gives that uh, sutra. He doesn't give a translation of it. Uh, he, we could say he's assuming that we know what it is and what it means. Mm -hmm. I will come back to this because, uh, as you can see here, I've made some, some additional notes to it. And I've expanded those notes even further. So we'll see something more. But I want to go on number four of Prabhupada's points. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu counteracts Mayavada philosophy by introducing the Maha Mantra. Chanting the Maha Mantra, quote, they will gradually come to understand that they are not the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So in the third point, Prabhupada is saying there's a problem with uh, Shankaracharya's equation. <clears throat> which is solved by understanding that they are different, but understanding they are different intellectually may not be enough. We can understand it also from the sutra, Janmadhyasyayataha, but that, that I'll get into a little in a minute. But Mahaprabhu, how does he counteract this Mayavad philosophy? More than by arguing, he does it by introducing the Maha Mantra. What is the result of chanting the Maha Mantra? He says, they will gradually come to understand that they are not the Supreme Personality of Godhead. <laughs> this is a result of chanting Hare Krishna. And then, uh, his fifth point, thus one engages in transcendental service to the Lord. And what is the result of that? <clears throat> Resulting in freedom from the gunas. And then Srila Prabhupada quotes from Bhagavad Gita, Mam Chayo Avyabhicharena Bhakti Yogena Sevate Sagunan Samatityaitan Brahma-bhu-yaya-kalpate, uh, describing that uh, one who has transcended the modes of nature by engaging in uh, undeviated bhakti-yoga, avyabhichara bhakti-yoga, uh, he goes beyond the modes, sa-gunan, sama-ati-iti-etan. Etan gunan samatitya, having gone beyond completely samati itya, having completely gone beyond brahma buyaya 
Kalpate, he reaches Brahman, he realizes Brahman. Now that's interesting in one way this is interesting is it could be turned around. Uh, the uh, Mayavadi might say, aha, you see, he becomes one with Brahman because that could be a way of re reading Brahman Bhuyaya Kalpate. But Prabhupada is using it in this context and it points to the fact that context is important uh, in interpretation. He's using it to show the opposite. He's showing that, no, we become free to serve the Lord. And then in the sixth point, the Hare Krishna movement is the only hope to counteract misconceptions. Prabhupada gives one of his uh, many, you can say, promotional statements uh, to say, don't waste your time looking for some other way to solve your problems. They're all here in the Hare Krishna, <laughs> the Hare Krishna movement including solving your philosophical problems. <laughs> and if you think you don't have philosophical problems, you're probably an illusion. Devotees were wondering why it was Prabhupada was speaking so much about Mayavadis and Sahajiyas. Uh, some some of these strange, some kind of strange species back in India uh, that we don't know anything about. So why do you tell us about them? No, uh, you are the Mayavadi. <laughs> the, 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 he was speaking in this way uh, to counteract what he recognized was the tendency, even without the terminology, without the uh, technical understanding. Um, it's it's the tendency of the conditioned soul, uh, the thoughtful conditioned soul who tries to realize the absolute truth um, by him or herself is to come up with some sort of Mayavad understanding or some kind of Sahajiya understanding Prakrita Sahajiya. Uh, in either case, uh, neither of these bring about the possibility to serve the Lord in transcendental service. Now, uh, let's go back to the third point where Srila Prabhupada is speaking of, uh, where he quotes uh, the Sutra, the second sutra of the Brahma Sutras, also called Vedanta Sutras. And before we talk about this particular sutra, maybe it's good to say a little something about uh, the Vedanta Sutras. One point is that uh, the Vedanta Sutra, referred to as Brahma Sutra, is mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, Krishna, and I'm not speaking about the purports, but Krishna in one of his verses uh, speaks or refers to 
Brahma Sutras, Brahma Sutra Padais Chaiva Hetuma Bir Vinishate. Vinishate. In chapter thir- 13, he says he's going to explain about uh, the subject of Kshetra and Kshetra Gnya uh, based on Brahma Sutras. So what are these Brahma Sutras? I'm going to call it Brahma Sutras uh, just because, I don't know, it's easier for me to pronounce than Vedanta Sutra. Um, Prabhupada prefers Vedanta Sutra. Um, Brahma Sutras are a collection of sutras, and or we can say it is one sutra because the word sutra means string. And we can say that all of the aphorisms, uh, the short statements of the Brahma Sutra are strung together. And so they make one sutra. Or we can refer to each individual aphorism as a sutra. It's a stringing together of uh, a very few number of words, syllables, as short as possible. There's a definition of sutra, which comes from Madhvacharya, which says should be, it, there should be no wastage of, uh, of syllables. It should be clear. It should give the essence. Uh, he gives a few other conditions to make a sutra. Uh, the Brahma Sutra altogether has some 550 sutras, if I remember correctly, something over 500 sutras. So in that respect, it's quite long. The first four or five sutras are the ones which are most important, most critical in terms of commentaries, uh, which is to say all the different schools of Vedanta are very concerned to explain these, let's say, five sutras, because it's these five which very much determine uh, what is one's philosophy, Vedanta philosophy. We understand as followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as followers of Srila Jiva Goswami, that the composer of Vedanta Sutras is Srila Vyasadeva, Krishna Dvaipayana Vyasa. The general name given of the composer is Badarayana, Sri Badarayana. And our acharyas say, Badarayana is just another name for Vyasa. Other traditions uh, take it, and usually modern scholars take it in a different way. That Badarayana is just some other scholar, some other sage uh, with the name Badarayana, of whom nothing is known except that he wrote the Brahma Sutras. What is the purpose of the Brahma Sutras? The purpose is uh, as a commentary, a commentary on the Upanishads. 
there are a lot of Upanishads and uh, generally a list of 108 Upanishads are given. But um, the concern of the Brahma Sutra is not all 108, at least not explicitly. Its concern is for uh, some 10 or 11 or 12 uh, Upanishads. And these are the Upanishads which are of concern, main concern in Vedanta. Uh, the Upanishads, in uh, these 10, I don't have a list with me, so I won't remember them all. But there's the Brihad Aranyaka Upanishad, there's the Chandogya Upanishad, uh, there's the Taitiriya Upanishad, there's the Kata Upanishad, uh, there is the Isha Upanishad, there's the Shvetashvatara Upanishad, uh, the Prashna Upanishad, uh, and a few others. Mm. Mandukya and Mundaka, Mandukya Upanishad, Mundaka Upanishad, like that, there's a few of them. And and there's a problem. And the problem is that these Upanishads are saying so many different things. How to understand what is the, is there a single message to the Upanishads? And uh, the Brahma Sutra is saying, yes, there is a single message. But to understand what is the single message, that is the challenge, and the Brahma Sutra is meant to help. But it seems like it seems like Vyasadeva, when he was composing the Brahma Sutra or Badarayana, didn't want to make it easy to understand the message. Um, there is the expression parokshavada. The Lord takes pleasure in statements which are obscure. And we may wonder why would the Lord take pleasure in statements that are obscure? Why, why wouldn't he want to make everything completely clear? Well, he may want to uh, not be clear because he doesn't want everyone to understand because their understanding might be superficial and he only wants deep understanding. So better they just don't understand at all. And so it happens that the Brahma Sutras are by themselves, practically impossible to understand. They are simply too uh, cryptic. They're so short, just like this one, Janmadhyasya Yataha. What does that say? Is that a complete sentence? Well, no, it's not actually. Most of the sutras are not complete sentences. They assume that one knows what is missing from that. And so what the 
commentators are doing in their commentaries, one of the things they're doing is, so to say, completing the sentences of the sutras. But what happens? They complete them in different ways with sometimes very different meanings. And furthermore, they will have a different understanding of how the sutras are divided in terms of what kind of argument they are making. So someone, uh, one acharya, may say that uh, sutras, whatever, 14, 15, 16 of uh, the first pada, the first uh, chapter or portion of, of the second chapter, Adhyaya, are on such and such subject. And another uh, commentator will say, no, no, uh, verse 14, Sutra 14, is that goes with the previous one to make another point. And verses, Sutras 15 and 16, they're making, they're starting a new point. And so on and so forth. There are many uh, technicalities that uh, make the Brahma Sutras prone to different interpretations. So then we may say, well, then what's the use? <laughs> Why should I bother with this? <clears throat> and that's exactly what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is uh, ultimately saying, and that's what Vyasadeva is saying, and that's what Jiva Goswami is saying. Jiva Goswami in his Tattva Sandarbha is saying, yes, we have the Brahma Sutras and they are very nice. They are giving the absolute truth, but who can understand it? The different commentators, they say different things. So they're not going to help us actually that much. And then uh, Jiva Goswami goes on from there to say, let now look at the Puranas. And then he'll elaborate about the virtues of the Puranas and how clear they are and how uh, helpful they are in understanding the absolute truth. And then he will say, but there's a problem. There are so many Puranas and they're saying different things and they seem to be worshiping different divinities. And then he will explain, this is because they are uh, concentrating for different persons who are dominated by different modes of nature, sattva-guna, rajaguna. Tamaguna. Like this, he finally isolates the Srimad Bhagavatam as the emperor, he uses the word Chakravarti, the emperor of uh, Shabda, Shabda Praman, the best source of understanding. And one of the evidence that he gives he quotes from, I think it's the Garuda Purana, 
Arto Yang Brahma Sutranam, that the one of the uh, indicators of what is this Srimad Bhagavatam is that it is giving the artha, the meaning of Brahma Sutras. And what is one of the indications of that? The very first verse of the Srimad Bhagavatam is Janmadhyasya Yaton Vayaditaratas Charte Shabinyas Parat, etc. And it ends, it concludes, uh, Satyam Param Dimahi. And that word Dimahi is also a clue from the Garuda Purana that this verse, sorry, this, not just this verse, the whole Bhagavatam is a commentary on the Brahma Gayatri Mantra. This is the mantra uh, that the Brahmins chant. Uh, it's one mantra, which Brahmins chant, the Brahma Gayatri, which comes from uh, the Rig Veda. The word dimahi is one word in that mantra, and the fact that it's in this first um, verse of the Srimad Bhagavatam is an indicator, it's a signal, it's a clue um, that that's what this Bhagavatam is about. Okay, um, well, I'll just do this briefly. I hope you're still, still with me on this. <laughs> no one's running away yet. Oops. Now, I put a commentary on the side to, uh, to the Brahma Sutra verse, Janmadi Asya Yataha. And now what I wanna do I can change this. Oh, it's difficult. Yeah. Okay, now let's see if it'll work. Yes. So now I'm going to over to the left here, if you can see all of this. Uh, these are some notes I took from a translation of Srila Ramanujacharya's commentary on this sutra. Um, why do we look at this? Well, because Ramanujacharya is one of the principal Vaishnava acharyas, and he is, um, of course, founder of the Sri Vaishnava tradition, and he is arguing in his Brahma Sutra commentary uh, for what is called Vishishtadvaita Vedanta. And Srila Jiva Goswami often quotes Ramanujacharya. In fact, he quotes him more than he quotes Madhvacharya, even though uh, we generally claim that our Gaudiya tradition uh, comes from Madhvacharya. So it's an interesting bit of a paradox there. Philosophically, we can say 
or theologically, we tend to be closer uh, to the Shivaishnavas than the uh, follower, the Tattvavadis, the Madhvacharyas. Okay, uh, so continuing a little bit here, we may not get very far, but what he's doing initially uh, is glossing. That's the English word. To gloss is to give a short, um, we can say translation. He's translating from Sanskrit to Sanskrit, uh, but sometimes unpacking a little bit. Uh, it's called glossing. So he's taking each of the words in the sutra, namely janma, adi, asya, and yataha, and he's explaining each of these briefly. So janma adi means origin, etc. We can say more literally janma means birth, um, but it can mean more generally origin. And then he elaborates slightly. He says, um, because what is that adi, what is that etc.? He says, creation, subsistence, subsistence, and reabsorption. And that's all he says. Then the word asya, of this. And we may wonder, what? <laughs> and so he explains the world with its manifold wonderful arrangements, not fathomable by thought. And here he uses the word achintya, which is interesting. Uh, because we find this word very important in our own theology, including the jivas, which he refers to not as jivas, that's in the translation here, but he says kshetragnya, which is uh, the word that Krishna uses in 13th chapter Bhagavad Gita, including the jivas from Brahma, to the blade of grass, in other words, from the top to the bottom, all experiencing the fruits of former actions in definite places and times. And I didn't give the Sanskrit for all of that. Um, yataha, because that's in the sutra, means that from which, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> From the Supreme Person, says Ramanujacharya, the ruler of all who is antagonistic to all evil. Nikila Heya Pratyanika Swarupa is the Sanskrit for that last phrase. Whose purposes come true, Satya Sankalpa who possesses infinite auspicious qualities, for example, knowledge, blessedness, etc., who is omniscient, omnipotent, oops, I spelled it wrong, uh, supremely merciful, from whom the creation, subsistence, and reabsorption of the world proceed, he is Brahman, this definition is this definition of Brahman is justified by 
Taittiriya Upanishad 3.1. Okay, so that's already kind of a lot. <laughs> the point is that um, Ramanujacharya wastes no time to emphasize that uh, the absolute truth is personal. And of course, this is uh, not what Shankaracharya wants to hear. He wants to hear, um, he will agree that this verse, this sutra is about Brahman, that Brahman is the source of the creation, maintenance, and destruction of the world. Uh, he'll, Shankara will agree, agree with that. But he will not agree that this Brahman is ultimately a person but Ramanuja is going to justify this interpretation by pointing to a particular passage in the Taittiriya Upanishad, uh, which is also referred to by Srila Prabhupada uh, in his uh, commentary to the verse we read before, Chaitanya Charitamrita. One thing I'm trying to do, and I kind of started talking about this the last two times, is to show how we can appreciate Shastra as being like a vast tapestry, like a, a richly woven picture, uh, a multi, multi multicolored picture, tightly woven together. And if we can appreciate how connections are there, uh, I think it gives a deeper appreciation of Shastra. Um, we can, uh, with a tapestry, uh, a large tapestry, in order to see the whole picture, we have to step seven steps and look at the whole picture and see, oh, this is a picture, it's a garden scene and people are, uh, sitting in the garden or whatever it is. If you look up closely, maybe you see only little details and you lose, as we say in English, uh, you don't see the forest for the trees. You see individual trees. So I'm a little bit looking at individual trees now, um, but of course we want to remember to, to step back and that stepping back, I would suggest, is always uh, guaranteed in Srila Prabhupada's purports. So, for example, uh, in the purport we just went through, when he says, you know, Lord Chaitanya makes it clear how to overcome this misconception, chant Hare Krishna, and if you do this, gradually you will come up to understand your position as a servant and this Hare Krishna movement is the only way for the world to understand this. <laughs> so that gives us uh, the big picture. But we can look also uh, at, the, at, the, um, at the details sometimes. Oh, it's already time to stop for today, Hare Krishna. And I didn't even look at your questions, let's see, or comments if there are any. No, everyone's been very busy 
looking at the details. <laughs> I would suggest now, from what we've gone through, that you go back and look at Prabhupada's purport to verse 120 of chapter 7. If you've probably already read it. And you can read it again. And just uh, see what you can appreciate from it. And then uh, make a note. And if you want, we can discuss next time. You can... Uh, yeah, you can also send me a note if you like, um, and it may give me a little time to think about if you have something about this. I don't know if I can get to everybody's comments, but we can try. Right, okay, so the weather here has gotten a bit brighter. We had a bit of a storm this morning. We've had very nice uh, sunny weather the last few days. Now it's supposed to be windy for a day, and then I guess we get more sun. And then uh, I'll be coming back next week to Sadhu Bhavan. Um, some devotees are asking me about travel plans. And all I can say at this time is I still haven't made any plans. <laughs> um, I am considering, and uh, I may be doing some traveling, but I'm not sure yet. There's various considerations. I must confess, I'm sometimes dreaming of traveling. <laughs> Uh, just last night, I was dreaming that I'm in some airport um, going through extremely complicated arrangements in order to board a plane, which finally it was possible. Uh, I think the final complication was solved. And... Uh, we were just about to leave the airport to get on the airplane to go. I think I was supposed, I was on my way to Argentina. Uh, <laughs> and I woke up. <laughs> Daitiesha's laughing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, dreams are funny things, aren't they? Okay, so on that uh, strange note, I will say thank you all very much indeed for joining. As always, have a good week this week. And um, yeah, uh, let me think. Okay, Vrindapati, I see you're getting yourself ready. I think uh, we're going to connect on the link that you gave me, aren't we? Okay. If you can give me uh, in between, then I'll be with you. Yes, have a great week. Keep well, keep safe. Drive carefully if you're driving anywhere. Uh, fly carefully if you're flying anywhere. Swim carefully. I don't know. 
chant carefully. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. Hare Rama. Hare Rama. Rama Rama. Hare Hare. Thank you all again. Special thanks to our translators. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Ananta Koti Vaishnavarinda ki jai. Nitai Gora Premanande Haribo Haribo Haribo.